0: Today's TripCast is presented by the Driscoll Grill. Join the Driscoll Grill for a four-course menu chosen to pair with cocktails and pours of Texas whiskey. Learn more at eventbrite.com. And UNT. UNT makes Texas stronger by generating an economic impact of $1.65 billion in the Dallas-Fort Worth area annually. Learn more at impact.unt.edu. And St. Mary's Graduate School of Law invites you to attend a Graduate Studies Information Session, June 29th. Learn more at apply.stmarytx.edu. Texas talking, y'all. What was that that you said?
1: Texas talking, ah. Gonna hoop upside your head. Texas
2: talking, Tell me, who can you trust? Hello, this is Texas
1: State Representative Ramon Romero Jr. of Fort Worth. We've come to the end of the session, and the 140 days have come and gone. Some bills passed, some bills failed, some bills never really had a chance, and other bills just had to be killed. So now, as we say here in Cowtown, it's all over but the crying. On to this week's show, enjoy the Tripcast. Here's your host, Emily Ramshaw.
0: Thank you. This is Emily Ramshaw here on the Tuesday after Sunny Die with your Texas Tribune Tribcast, our weekly podcast about the biggest stories in Texas politics. What, what I'm crap joined. is this? Evan is used to us not changing up the intro text at all. So I really hate change. Who, who well, moved
3: Evan's cheese?
0: I know. We are still letting you sit in that chair right there. I'm joined by CEO Evan Smith. I don't
3: have to sit. I can just stand for the whole thing if you want change.
0: You're right. You're short enough that the mic will still reach your mouth.
3: <laughs> oh, hilarious. <laughs> well, then wait, 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 what are we going to do with the abominable sweet Tech over here?
0: Wait, I'm going in order of rank. Executive Editor Ross Ramsey.
3: Rank. This is this is quite rank. What is uh, this? Like hello. the French Legion? What, what, what is this? The foreign legion?
0: Asian? And political reporter Patrick Svitek. Insert your joke here. Good I afternoon. have no joke. I have no joke. Oh, good afternoon.
2: It is the afternoon, right?
0: Uh, yes. Well, before any of you call ICE on me or threaten to put a bullet in my head, which Evan has done on multiple occasions. Racist. Whoa. <laughs> uh, let's talk about. What the hell is going to happen now? We had a House and Senate adjourn Sonny die. We have a governor saying, "I'll wait until the end of the week to tell you what happens next." Where are we, and what's in store for us this summer? And is-
1: he
2: sounded a little peevish, didn't he? You were you were there for this, right? I, I was not actually. I was watching it online. I was, but I, was I think you didn't have to be there to, to you know notice some. he wants to go to South Boston in person. Getting from the, the
1: governor. Well, he's you know he said you know it. it it's not like it would have been hard to pass this bill, the the sunset safety net bill, and you know, um, right. But that's what we've been thinking about since Dan Patrick <laughs> said right. on the 17th. I think that you know he was going to hold the, some the,
3: hostages. The, but the peevish part was not about the sunset safety net bill. Let's be clear. I think that the was peevish part, part was. No, no, I
1: thought the part that about the sunset safety net was peevish. I thought actually. the
3: peevish part was. It's my decision, yeah, who's eating fries it's off my, my plate, choosing, right. well, it's my timing, me, me, my, my. That was the peevish part. Not I, that he well, necessarily yeah. was wrong well, to be peevish. Was... I think
2: notable moment number three was when he was, I think Peggy Fikak asked him, uh, do you feel any pressure from Dan Patrick to go to a special nope. session? And he yeah. thought for like one beat, and it was like one second, and he said, none. Nope. Yeah. nope or none or something <laughs> like that. So.
0: I mean, so who's ross you've you've written about this a lot over the last few days obviously we all have but i mean at the end of the day whose fault is it if we're all coming back this summer
1: well i mean you know dan patrick telegraphed this move in mid-may he said you know i'm gonna if i don't get my way on bathrooms and property taxes i'm going to not pass must pass bills to force a special session to get another bite of the apple they didn't pass those bills the Senate didn't vote on the sunset safety net bill, which was a must-pass bill. They did vote on the budget. The Senate put us back in a special session. Uh, it's up to Greg Abbott to decide when that's called um, and what the agenda for that will be, and frankly, whether they have one at all. I mean, you know, it's it's within. I don't think he would ever what? do this. What? Hold on. I don't think he would. <laughs> I don't on. think he would ever do this. But you know, we have had agencies lapse into sunset and kind of go on life support. Um, before uh, We did it with the Board of Dental Examiners a few years ago. So uh, I think he will call a special session. I don't know whether he'll add bathrooms or property taxes or his ethics program. that has been an emergency issue for two sessions. They only passed two out of eight bills on that. I mean, there's a million ways before to go Before we here.
3: talk about the special or what's in the special, can we go back to the blame stuff? So sure. The Senate says that the House ultimately lollygagged. That's my word. And didn't pass enough stuff in time for them to take it up in order to. Now your your point is. So what? The they house, still they still
1: could have avoided a special. The House did lollygag. The right. House was very slow this year. They did some weird stuff with sunset bills. They didn't put them, you know, I mean, inside Although baseball, you think
3: that Van Taylor chart of the Sunset legislation th- may not be 100 percent right? Well,
1: I think, you know, the, the Sunset safety net bill said these agencies and their enabling statutes shall be continued until 2021. Van Taylor was saying that the bills, the Sunset bills could be saved, but the enabling statutes could not. You know, if they had passed that, the governor could decide that. He's a lawyer. Um, right.
0: But this isn't really about these sunset but, safety but net bills.
1: No, it's really about you know they they wanted to force a special session on those two issues, Bathrooms, and the sunset taxes. and the sunset safety net happened to be. The Mechanism this time, right. if they hadn't had that one, they right. would have found another mechanism.
3: Tech, don't you think that though, the none answer by Abbott is a little disingenuous? In other words, it's true, oh, but not accurate in the sense sure. that I mean, that, he's that politically, feeling, he's in a
2: difficult certainly spot. Feeling pressure from people, including Dan Patrick, but right. the fact that he decided to answer so curtly that was the extent of the answer one <laughs> you know, one word and so quickly re- respond so quickly to, to the question, I think, was telling in some ways. I think. <clears throat> Maybe this is going off the blame game to kind of what the special session could be. The big challenge, I think, for Greg Abbott at this point, and you mentioned ethics, is how does he, if he does decide to call a special session, how does he convene it and set the agenda in a way in which it is not viewed as it is right now as Dan Patrick's totally special session? Totally capitulating
0: to Dan Patrick, um, right? And I
2: think, for, you know, for, for many, I think in, in Austin, that perception just locked in that this is Dan Patrick's special session. But, you know, is there still an opportunity for Greg Abbott to, to call the special session and set the agenda in a way that makes it his special session? you got to put right. On it, that's not bathrooms or property taxes. Yeah, well, and how do you yeah, take control right? of the narrative? Well, I think for most, yeah, I think for most people, if there's bathrooms or property taxes, it's still the perception. And yeah, that's no it. No, my yeah. point is, if it's you, just even bathrooms or property the end taxes. of the regular session, Greg Abbott said those were right. priorities. I think it's still those are still viewed by yeah. and, by and large. He's got.
3: I mean, I mean, the question would be, why don't you put school finance on there?
0: Maybe he will. I mean, maybe he's just going to load this up with all kinds of things. Christmas and then tree. Try to sort of say, take back control of the narrative. These other things, I'd like them to be considered, but my priorities are right. X, Y, and Z.
1: Or in the alternative, just call it on the sunset safety net. Come in, bada bing, bada boom, go home.
0: So, but, as, but as God, Dan God Dan but hold on, on. Sunday, right? We just call
1: Dan it. Pat- Dan days Patrick days. suggested yes, this on but Sunday. but <laughs> pol- politically,
3: politically, if he does that. Then the grassroots goes
0: batshit. Right. Question from Anthony on Facebook. What does Abbott gain with a special session?
2: Not much. I mean, yeah. It, I mean, I nothing, think it's the worst right. case scenario for, for him. Yeah, absolutely. So then,
0: question from Ryan: Then, what's it, the likelihood it, um, that Dan Patrick runs against Abbott if the bathroom bill or well, other bills? Well, you heard Garnet Coleman last aren't night. on a special session call.
3: What did Garnet Coleman say I, week la- last week or the week before that he said, you know, don't take Dan Patrick at his word when he says I'm not running against Abbott because he he said he wasn't going to run against Dewhurst. Right.
1: Yeah. I don't. I don't think he's going to run against him. Um, I don't either, by the way. You know, Abbott's still popular. He's better known than Patrick is, and you know all of the polling. He has a cabillion dollars, and the business community isn't r- exactly running to Dan Patrick's side right now. He's mm-hmm. on the wrong side on this bathroom thing with the business community. The question so is, is the a grassroots a lot of people who support mainstream Republicans yeah. like you know, in part, Greg Abbott? You know, he's he's been able Abbott's been able to uh, be governor for the conservatives and the economic mm-hmm. for the social conservatives and the economic conservatives, and Patrick hadn't been able to do that. He's the guy for the social. conservatives. Would the grassroots
3: choose, Ab- choose Abbott over Patrick?
1: I don't know. I the don't, grassroots I, have liked both of them.
3: I'm sorry, you were saying,
1: John.
2: No, I was going to say what I know. It's we're, we're treating it as an unlikely scenario. But what right now is the argument for Abbott not to call a special session?
0: There is no argument for him. I not. think it's terrible politically well, what is for the, him what is,
2: not is, to call it. Besides the, uh, you know, ins and outs of, of, of the agencies and the that would have to stay open. But I mean, right. politically, what's the argument for him not to call it right now? Can he? I mean, can he right now say that he got everything he wanted on his four emergency items?
0: No, I think not, he, he not tried. To, I think on, he tried to
2: do that yesterday mm-hmm. morning. He mm-hmm. tried to declare victory, but on but you it. can't declare victory on ethics. Also, he's ar- hasn't
0: he already said that he'll call a special session if the property tax and bathroom things didn't get resolved?
2: No, no. he hasn't
0: publicly said nope. that.
2: He has not said the word "special session" until yesterday morning. It would be the mm-hmm. biggest. It would be the biggest
3: surprise ending. The biggest narrative twist for this to come to the end of the week and have Abbott say we're not coming back. I would be. Sh- I would be. St- Knocked over, w- wouldn't you? I'd be knocked over if we didn't have a special session. I think we'll have a, have a special. I think session.
1: there's a, you know, I I would not bet against, you know, I might, but you know, I, I think it's in the realm of possibility that he just does sunset. Uh,
0: he's he's oh, he went on the record though saying that he supported the property tax bill yeah. and the bathroom stuff.
1: But do you call a special if you don't think you can get? A win out of it. I mean, well, if you, and what so, if so the question on like property Strauss taxes, for example, and the houses
0: are so. What if the right. Strauss and the house are so dug in that they go through? I mean, could they go through a special session and not pass those things again? And yeah. Again do you want to go into again? a siege
1: state here, or do you want to right. just you know? I mean, I think if he calls bathrooms, it's going to be because he sat
3: everybody down and they got something worked out sort of before mm-hmm. they called a special. Which do you think has a greater likelihood? This is an interesting thought exercise. Which is has, is, is, has a greater likelihood of passing in a special, knowing what you know about the house. Some version of bathrooms, presumably Simmons would be what would be in play, or uh, the property tax voter rollback piece.
0: Property taxes. That is an easy – at the end of the day, that should be relatively easy. All they need to do is compromise on the year – on the tax rate amount for rollback. I'm I'm not sure that I believe that. The bathrooms thing Mm -hmm. is so toxic.
3: How do, the 80, how do the 80 people who are—I mean, here's where I'm actually sympathetic to some degree to the Republicans' argument coming You're out You're going to make the, the marijuana Senate. bill argument, aren't you? Well, but how—you've How? how <laughs> you've got 80 people on the record as co-authors of the Bath. 78 bill, on the marijuana right? bill. <laughs> but, but the point is, if the bill got to the floor, how do you as a Republican member, having signed on, regardless of whether it was before the bill was dead or after—we know what happened in a couple of cases right. here, the people signed on when the bill was already effectively dead. Or when it was appearing dead. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Appearing dead. Yeah. But if you're a co-author of the bill, you're a co-author of the bill. So if you're a co-author of the bill, how does it get to the floor and you vote against it?
0: Because you unanimously voted for the guy who's the speaker, and the guy who's the speaker hates it.
3: Well, and you you know you're you leaning into the Senate narrative well, that it's the one of you, one as opposed to one of 150.
1: You know, this has sure. been Dan Patrick's argument all along that if you get this bill to the floor of the House, he thinks he will prevail. And I you know you, given, you, you given the agree, way things went right? on the sanctuary yeah.
3: City bill in the so. House. I think that may be right. I think the voter no, well, piece of the property tax uh, 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 deal is actually – I think the answer is it's – I think that's the one that's less likely to pass on
1: the
0: floor. I think – yeah, but so, pe- go ahead. Oh, no, I was just going to say some rapid-fire questions here. We have a lot of them, so I'm going to let you guys answer them quickly. Is there a way – Danny asks for the governor to continue those st- – those <laughs> Is that sta- Danny P? <laughs> no, it's not. No, Danny G. Uh, is there a way for the governor to continue those state agencies by executive action? No. All right, not going to happen. Uh, Ron asks, "What's the potential fallout for Patrick short and long term for not delivering on his must pass bills?"
2: Makes VTEC answer that one. I think he's fine, as we, as I've maintained on this podcast, on this, on TripCast for months. Uh, it was all political upside for him once he got SB six out of the Senate. I mean, from here on out, you know, politically for him, this is great because he can continue to. Um, you know, say he did his job in the Senate and he continued to be the victim of inaction in the House. Mm-hmm. And, you know, depending on how far I want to take and the if there's the, And if there's the argument, no special session. Right. Yeah. Inaction by the governor. Governor
3: absent. Yeah. Right. Right. That, that so. becomes
2: his.
0: All right, Evan, right. this one for you. Amanda oh, asks, if Abbott calls a special session and only puts Sunset on the docket, what power does Patrick have to still get his priorities passed? Zero.
3: Don't pass Sunset. Right. Don't pass Sunset. Just hold it. Just basically make right. sure that it keeps going. But here's the thing. I'm with Svitek on this in that I think politically, even as you – Ross has written correctly in another context but related, even in his losses, so Patrick wins. Rowing, mm-hmm. Even in his losses, Patrick wins. Right. Because even if he loses out on bathrooms, to Svitek's point, and on property taxes, he gets to campaign on – I the, stood by your side. Right. 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 Oh, and yeah. I think the grassroots goes – I'm saying again, the grassroots will go bat shit if there is not a special session with bathrooms or property tax on the call.
0: How often are special sessions, Brian wants to know?
1: Uh, it depends on, you know, it depends on the legislature and what they're what they're fighting with. Uh, Bush and Laney and Bullock didn't like them, and so they didn't have them. There, there was never a special session under Bush. There were a bunch of them under Perry.
2: He called them back a dozen times.
1: Wow. We there, over were, the there were a bunch of them under Bill Clements, a bunch of them under Ann Richards. It just kind of depends on the issues and the personalities of a time.
0: Melissa, what delicious Starbucks concoction is Patrick drinking?
2: Oh man, <laughs> I'm actually usually I'm usually a minimalist, but today I, it's like a vanilla <laughs> latte. Yeah, I God. usually you get an americano. We, you've officially become yeah. like the Harry Styles of this podcast. Right. Literally every other trip guest I've had a more. Uh, stripped down drink a more, austere, a, more a more austere a more austere drink exactly
0: uh, all right so <laughs> legislature go. we know that if they call a special session if if, um, if patrick or sorry ha <laughs> good freudian slip <laughs> if Abbott calls a special session we know that ross and i will have been wrong because we did not think in previous tribcasts this would happen and that we
3: thought they knew what they were doing right
0: ross and i thought they were smarter than they were Speed
3: tech and i knew exactly how they were exactly
0: not so <laughs> yeah. well, yes Patrick? Go ahead.
2: No, no, no. I I have some thoughts, but go ahead. (laughs) Well, Well, but what are your thoughts? I I think that Abbott, if you look at the course of the session, Abbott was relatively unbothered in the, the middle of the session by this narrative that Dan Patrick's in, in charge because Abbott was, I think, confident in his abilities and by virtue of his position to be able to swoop in at the end and be influential and tie everything up right. and get everyone on the same page. And clearly that, that didn't Except, happen. Like, did, he, did he attempt he? to swoop why you're now, or was... I think starting seeing some me, outward signs of him being bothered by that. I would that like narrative.
0: to know from the governor's office if there was an attempted swoop. Like, I mean, did he try to call Strauss so there was a, there was and a Patrick into his office in Wasn't the last... was well, well, you got to call in a, a closer.
1: On a deal like this, you have to call in a closer. Somebody has to come in and say, everybody in this room, nobody comes out until we've got some lock, kind of a lock, deal. Lock the doors. And, and right. we're going to, yeah. you know.
0: Let's call in some pizzas. And, and, and
1: they were all set for that as of last Friday. I guess last Thursday, the governor said, it was we have plenty Friday. of time.
2: Yeah. Uh, yeah. Thursday. Th- Thursday or Friday, mm-hmm. yeah. And then, on, yeah. And then on Friday morning, he was still saying progress had been made because we had conference committees right. Right. To these two issues. In reality, only the Senate had progress. His... They had, right.
1: they had, they had plenty of time, and right. they had, they had all of the things that they needed, and they could not but, put but it together. But this is together. interesting. But so, so wait yeah. a minute. This is yeah. the, this is the problem for a special session. If you couldn't put it together. With the deadline of the end of a regular session coming, right. then what changes that gives you confidence that right. you can put it together right. in a 30-day special I thought
3: Patrick r- raised a really interesting point here, which is – or this was the context of the discussion we're now having, which is did Abbott fail to swoop or did he swoop and fail?
0: We don't really know. Which exactly. Happened. And I think uh, – uh, a good question from Lorraine on Facebook, which is how is Strauss going to end up looking after all is said and done? I mean, and is he so dug in that they're not going to, you know, make progress in a special session on this?
1: You know, it depends on what the people, you know, sort of banging that drum do you know the ceos and the businesses and frankly they've been fairly toothless they've you know uh, they came in a little bit late the ceos put out a letter on saturday it's right. like an uh, occasional where letter have you guys basically. Been? hello right. they didn't even name the legislation they were talking about um, it was you know it was sort of like well right. whatever
3: but, and, but 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 to, but to the point about strauss what does strauss gain by changing his position on either of these issues going forward?
0: Uh, He doesn't. I think, actually, he's so dug in that he needs to stay dug in. The show of strength is going to be if he says, I told you all the best deal we were going to give you was this compromise, and you all didn't move on it, so that's it.
2: And has he, just going several minutes back, hasn't Strauss been on the record saying that he does not want to see HB 2899 on the floor. Which
0: one is 2899? That's the, and this
2: the, the original kind of house alternative. That was the Simmons, pa- the right. Simmons yeah, one. I can't recall if he said that maybe Friday night at his presser, but I think he's made clear that he, you know, obviously by, by virtue of the fact that it not make it out of a committee. He doesn't right. want to see on the floor, his, but I think he's made clear to I mean, it. his
0: last statement on this bathroom legislation went so far. I mean, it that basically... That press conference. Yeah, right. yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, he said basically that it was, you know, borderline, that he was, the House had made a big investment in mental health, health and we don't want to put any kids in danger. I mean, he basically went up to the line of calling it discriminatory legislation, I think. Right. And, of course, and yeah. you can't walk back from that. If you have a backbone, I think you need to to hold the line on that. I
2: mean, the exact quote was, the House has done. Compromising right. on the, on the right. bathroom issues, so it's kind of hard to. to you know, I thought it was insane. Patrick compared Strauss to
3: Obama.
0: Oh, I mean, that was the ultimate like screw you. Know, you. Like he practically yeah.
3: said he was born in Kenya.
2: Right? So, I mean. but if you,
1: if you if you stand back from this and kind of get out of the emotions of the end of the session for a second, if you stand back from this and say. If I was going to try to put these people together on a deal, what would that deal be? And I don't see it on bathrooms. I can see it on property taxes. What's right. that? But well, I mean there's you know property taxes is you're just arguing about numbers. Are you going to have automatic rollback elections at any number? Are you going to have optional rollback elections at any number and mm-hmm. what are those numbers? I mean that's a standard straight up legislative all right, I conversation. Have, I, have, I have a compromise, but the other one is you an do? ideological conversation. I
3: got a, I got a. I got a, suge- a suggestion was made to me at our Sunday night party last night by an unnamed person about how this might end. Want to hear? it? Go for it. Abbott issues an executive order. Uh, at a, effectively either out of or affecting TEA,
0: mm-hmm.
3: and the Higher Education Coordinating Board, and the Preservation Board, or the facilities, whatever the facilities, facilities commission, facilities commission. Mm-hmm. and he basically says. Executive order on this stuff that affects those things, done, goodbye, finished.
0: That's interesting. Then and, and then take,
3: basically doesn't put it on the call.
0: Then he could take credit for it with the base, say, "I'm not confident that the House and Senate can get these differences worked out, so which is why I took action."
3: Businesses are not in right. it. Right?
1: Steals the issue from Patrick.
0: Yeah, steals the issue from Patrick. It's actually genius. You guys can't Whoever get to it. Do that.
3: Well told you a smart person. Right. You, you
2: can can add got it to you, the you, list of court cases we're going to have after this. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, well, honestly, if you think sure. about
0: it, you know, <laughs> you know what? If you're a lawyer
3: and you want work these days. Uh, you know, that would be interesting. I think there's limits cool. on his ability
1: to do that, but it would be an interesting fight. And it would be a fight, even if he lost it eventually, that would probably accrue to the benefit of the governor.
0: Right.
3: Because he looks like I'm, 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 I'm out I'm, there, I'm, I'm, doing I'm the fight. Yeah, yeah. Right.
0: Well, given how many questions are flowing in on Facebook, I do not have to remind you to send questions our <laughs> way. But before we uh, change topics, uh, quickly, what are your expectations? What month are you guessing if there's a callback that they'll be called back?
1: June.
2: I love making predictions, but I, I don't want to make that prediction without knowing what the I think the, what the issues or what the call is going to be right. is going to be determinative of what the timing is going Very to be. Very cautious. But I, would, I, you know, I would go with Ross that it would probably be rather sooner than later. Later, yeah.
0: What do you think? Later, August. Well, I heard March?
3: yesterday, I heard yesterday <laughs> that it might be September.
0: It can't. I think be, that can't be because are... of the medical
3: board stuff, right? Any of the. So I'm gonna yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna go with July. I think it's going to be in July.
0: I'm going to go with July also.
2: Mostly because all these... Okay, while we're doing... Yes. I, I know oh, I, now I, I, you've revised I know your plan. You yeah, right? <laughs> you've waited to, you I'll waited to June. hear and what we said. I know said. afterward, but um, if I have to go with I mean, the specific they, month... They
0: did let a lot of people go home. You know, a lot of legislators we were talking to yesterday were already in their cars, like the moment that they gaveled out. I don't know, which makes me think it's going to be later than June.
1: If he was going to call them immediately, he would have called it yesterday. There's a period of three weeks here where the governor does vetoes the budget stuff, ends on Father's Day. I think he'll do it after that.
0: All right, let's move on to what we all really want to talk about, and that is the serious drama, nearly come to blows moment on the House floor yesterday on what was supposed to be sort of a a quiet, ceremonial, sunny die. What happened?
1: There was a protest of the anti-sanctuary cities law. The SB4 protesters were in the rotunda and outside and in the gallery in red t-shirts and they got rambunctious in the House. Uh, uh, Syria was in the chair, right? He uh, was, yeah. uh, and ordered the DPS to clear the gallery. And while they were doing that, members were on the floor, some of them were fist pumping, and um, some others of them didn't like that. So, um, we got into uh, somebody want to pick this up. I'm not sure who yelled yeah, at I who mean, first. I think
2: based on the what's emerged, it's, it's fair to say that at, at some point, Matt Rinaldi, Republican state lawmaker from Irving, Irving. informed. Hispanic Democratic colleagues that he had called immigration authorities on these protesters in the gallery.
0: Informed is a nice word. It's more like, <laughs> yeah. sitting over here He sent them a memo.
2: News it was like, on, right. on the basis. Nance. The house Slack channel. Nanny yeah. nanny boo boo. Like, on the basis, according to Rinaldi, yeah. that some of them had signs that indicated that they, were, here they were in the country illegally, and that set off.
3: Well, in fact, it was allegedly, according to Tony McDonald of Empower Texans, there was allegedly video this is how we found out about the Allegedly video Allegedly means he doesn't have it to show you. <laughs> no, no, no. In fact, no, it, it, it appears to have been correct. So the sequence was that Tony McDonald tweeted that Briscoe Kane had taken video of Matt Rinaldi actually on the phone with ice.
2: Right. Which yeah, Jay Root saw. Ended up, that ended up it being just no, it was Jay because Rude Rinaldi just came out and said it himself that he had, he had called Jay Rude it. Jay Root
0: saw the melee.
2: No, yeah. Jay
3: Root said that he saw the video and he, in oh, fact, right. knew the moment. He's like at the minute mark seven something something. All right. So it. what happened?
0: The then after he,
2: he uh, relayed that information to the Democrats, um, <laughs> <Carrier> <laughs> there appeared to be a physical confrontation of sorts right. in which there were allegations of death threats, um, allegations, uh, uh, counter allegations well, we, of we, self-defense. We actually know uh, what is
3: now not just alleged but is actually stipulated right by the parties that Pancho Navarro told BuzzFeed, I pushed him. Mm-hmm. Right. That's confirmed. Matt and Rinaldi has confirmed calling ICE.
0: Right, Matt yes. Rinaldi says that he received a death threat from Poncho that, you know, then uh, Poncho or I guess Justin R- Rodriguez said, you know, I heard Matt Rinaldi say I'll put a bullet in your head. Matt Rinaldi did not refute that. And he said, basically, but it was I was acting self-defense. in self-defense. He claims he has called DPS and, you know, has received he's under DPS. You know, security. Protection. One thing I would like to note is that our reporters, in response to both of these allegations—the first being I called ICE, the second being DPS is protecting me—our reporters called ICE and our reporters called DPS, and the responses we got in both cases were, "These offices are closed due to the Memorial Day holiday." What I would like to know is how Rinaldi got in touch with either of those. This is
3: probably a bad phone. Bat, he left a message. A
0: bat phone to ICE that you could pick up the phone in that moment, look up so the like number to leave for a message, ICE. <laughs> dial you one. Have, he has ICE <laughs> on speed dial. He,
3: oh, he might know, know, have that known that. who to call within the internal directory. You know, right. Probably, if you'd like to punch out a lawmaker, press three. <laughs>
0: <laughs> to me, it sounds like he was playing a little like, nasty trick on I'm his colleagues. I'm not advised I,
1: questioning
3: anybody.
0: Well?
1: Yeah. I think a lot of people at the same time turned into 12 year olds. Yes started acting like boys instead of men and and you know I mean it's a serious argument it's the issue that split the legislature most violently when it was argued in the house it probably was i think yeah, the turning point it's of true. the session is my, probably my, we thought the it was be bathrooms the turned that it was it's the, obvious yeah, that a lot right. of people feel right. very strongly and very personally about it and and that's fine but you know um, pushing and shoving doesn't advance do, anybody
3: do you accept the fact that white people talking about this issue don't fully appreciate how hispanic Texans, Republicans or Democrats see this issue. I do. Oh, I absolutely. think that happened on the floor. I think so to some personal. extent the the you know to
1: some extent the people pushing this what became a law but pushing this proposal really didn't understand how personal it was to the people who were against it. I mean, you have debates in the floor of the personal. House and the floor of the Senate all the time where people are Yelling and hollering and jumping and screaming and, you know, doing all the things you do to pass or oppose legislation and then go have a drink afterwards. Did you see the picture? This, the, this wasn't one of those. The, this was a mm-hmm. personal
3: fight. Jason Vialba yesterday put a picture up on Facebook that was circulated by the president of the North Texas Tea Party.
0: Right, making Tea him Party, look like an a ape. A picture of him
3: and an, uh, next to an ape. Right. And hmm. circulated this. And Jason Villalba's point was, um, you know, just so you don't think that all racism against Hispanics is about Democratic Hispanics.
0: Oh, I mean— no. and and it spreads beyond the legislature. I mean, you know, our reporter Julian Aguilar showed me an email he received this morning, one of many that was, like horrifically racist and nasty over this legislation. Right. I mean, it's it is something extremely personal and nasty. And, you know, it's understandable that folks got riled up. But, you never like to see these guys come, well, maybe you do for ratings, but you never like to see these guys, like, basically come into blows on the House floor. Right. Also important to note, as I like to note, no women anywhere near this kerfuffle.
2: Exactly. Interesting. Yeah.
0: If women ruled the world, my friends.
1: Or even adults ruled the world.
0: If adult women ruled the world. <laughs> right. Uh, was, uh, Karen wants to know on Facebook, was anyone arrested in the midst of all this?
2: Not that we know of. No, darn it. No legislators. <laughs> right. yep. And there weren't any arrests made related to the broader protest. right? No, I didn't. I don't think Not, so that, I know Not I mean, that I know of. I mean, within
0: a few of, minutes, so. they were all, yeah. like, dancing outside right. the Capitol. Right. So the lawmakers involved, obviously, immediately sort of went into damage control mode. I mean, is this hurtful to, to any of their political careers?
3: Well, Rinaldi represents a minority-majority right. district, and as I understood, at least one person's Assertion yesterday. I haven't looked it up, but it's asserted at least that some percentage of his district, 25%, is Hispanic.
1: Yeah. Right. Well,
2: I think but it's that's a higher than
1: that. Actually, that's the population and not the electorate. I mean, right. you know, mm-hmm. this has been a Republican yeah. district, and he's you know, one the the fight in that the last two or three times R has versus been between R. Yeah. has been between Rinaldi and Bennett Ratley.
3: But this Ocker person who ran against him as a Democrat last time and who now says she's running again. You characterized on Twitter this morning, Svitek, the race is having been close.
2: Yeah, he, he beat her by only 1,048 votes out, out of, of and I think, 50, nearly 60. Isn't that 000? one of the districts that Clinton won? Right, and the reason that it was already on Democrats' radar for, for 2018 was because it was one of 10 Republican-controlled state house districts that Hillary Clinton won, and I think she won Rinaldi's district by several points. I want to say as many as eight points. Um, and that was a district that Romney had easily won in 2012. So he, I think, was already on the, the target list before this incident. And obviously this is only going to energize the One opposition. One of the things
3: Puncher Navarro said yesterday on, at the
2: Malk press conference was, I'm going to block walk his district. Right. Yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. Right. I'm gonna, we're going to work to defeat him over this. Now, that's at the moment that this all happened. I think, you know, things mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah cool off and right. maybe people don't play that. But, you know, this is that it was I mean, I think what you said about this being the, the issue that blew up the session and in a general sense, is absolutely true. And I'm I sure. talked to a bunch of members last night about this and said, do you think this is going to blow over? And they said, no.
1: Yeah. And I think, you know, that, over time, I think that Navarrez or somebody like him was going to be walking this district anyway. You know, the House members are hoping to pick up five to 10 seats, whether they can do that or not. Depends in part on how Trump looks and depends in part on what the redistricting courts do. And probably but depends in part on whether Democrats,
3: the Democrats get their act together on the statewide ticket and whether they actually have a serious right. campaign for to, statewide to offices or point, not. To Patrick's point, one of
1: the ways to target that is you know, where did Clinton win that a
3: Republican is seating? Right. right. I continue to believe that something... I I don't have any basis for this other than just my spider sense. But I continue to believe that if there's something political that comes out of this session, this is the galvanizing issue, as we've said. And I keep thinking that a Hispanic Democrat running for governor will be no better positioned candidly than any Democrat running for governor has been lately. But I kind of think there's weirdly a a better campaign – that emerges for a Democrat running for governor or for a high statewide office out of this issue generally. Are you paging Julian Castro session. right now? No, to I actually don't, that, think, I don't think Julian Castro, but I mean, I've said before, I thought that you know somebody like Rafael Anchia, who mm-hmm. has made a point as the chair of Malk and as the Baron of the front mic this session. To the extent
1: that a governor's race in Texas could be about an issue instead of about personalities, maybe. This but, is but, the issue. But, but, the way, but the way those governor's races often go I mean, not just governor's races. I mean, this is the way politics goes right now. You know, a lot of times it's about personalities. It's, about...
0: it's always about personalities,
3: mm. I
1: swear. Right.
0: Well, speaking of the governor, uh, you know, Texas was in the headlines in a huge way this week, not just for this fight on the floor, um, but also right. for a, a sort of offhand comment that the governor Thanks, made. Thanks, Yeah, Um, Patrick, what happened and has it been, you know, wildly blown out of proportion or is it something serious? Yeah, he
2: had a a bill signing ceremony at a gun range in Austin and afterward he went shooting and he showed his... uh, uh, you know, more than a dozen reporters and photographers were huddled around him afterward, and he held up his target sheet for the photographers to to shoot. Pretty good target sheet. Uh, yeah, it was off, pretty good you know, actually. Offhand <laughs> comments. Uh, at least that's how I perceived it. Uh, joking that I'm going to some to something to the extent that I'm going to carry this around in case to see any reporters. Um, you know, clearly within the context of what had happened in the the Montana congressional special the election where a reporter was body slammed. Right. It was not a remark that was you know taken well by many. Well, he <laughs> so. was talking
1: about, so so a couple of things here and I know this is, you know, out of the bag and everything, <laughs> but he was managed. talking about the chart and not a gun. I'm going right. to carry this chart around. Right. right. And by the time you saw it after out of social media, he was pointing bazookas at reporters, you know. Right. Amazing,
3: yeah. You know. The national media with all the subtlety yeah. and Well, it wasn't, it wasn't their, just yeah. the
1: national media, it was social media took off. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. you know,
0: I mean, it probably wouldn't have been a thing if not for this, uh, coming on the heels of this Montana. Of the Gianforte thing. Oh, yeah, right. right. And, then right. You had the Kentu- just... and then you had
3: the Kentucky thing yesterday yeah. where the newspaper in Lexington right. had their windows I've, Yeah, I've been out. telling
2: people back in, like, uh, when right. Ted Cruz was campaigning in Iowa and took reporters hunting, he had like lit- he was holding a gun and had yeah. made jokes about, you know, yeah, I reporters this being in, in the crosshairs. Right. There was <laughs> yeah. no outrage back then. So timing I think was, is everything. Yeah, right? It was clearly, <laughs> yeah, it was right. clearly uh, a timing issue, I think.
0: Right. All right. Well, that's all the time we have. If you like listening to the Tribcast every Every week, please do us a favor and leave us a review on iTunes. Those ratings help us reach more listeners like you. And if you value the Tribune's non profit, non partisan newsroom, please consider making a donation at support.texastribune.org. Thanks to Shiny Ribs for our music, and on behalf of, well, sort of on behalf of Evan, on behalf of Evan, Ross, Patrick, and our producers, Todd and Bobby, this is Emily. Thanks for listening. Texas talking.
2: Texas talking.
0: Texas talking.
3: Yeah, you're a real pleasure to deal with.
0: I have never threatened to put a bullet in your head publicly. Uh, Privately. (laughs) (laughs)